Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
set you free. May you be free. Amen. Amen. Alright. We are studying about our year of what? Our year of what? You shall be great. Amen. So, uh, all nations, I want you to be great. Amen. And for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to teach you about one great person that what made him great? You see, what made the person great? Hallelujah. And the thing about greatness is that when you see great people, there's usually certain principles. Okay, certain principles that they apply to their life. Are you hearing me? And therefore, if you want to get, get the same level of greatness, you must learn those principles. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. When you read the book of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. Hebrews 6 12. It says that, that ye be not slothful. Another word for slothful is what? I say another word for slothful is what? Lazy. Say that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Hallelujah. God said don't be lazy. Because you see, a lot of times you see great things ahead of you, but you are lazy to follow. You admire this person. You see, admiring is one thing, but getting it is another. You need to overcome your laziness. Tell your neighbor, she is talking to you. Say, overcome your laziness. I'm preaching. You want to get the same, you, 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 you want to get the same anointing, but you, you, you don't want to wake up early to pray. You want to get the same mark in class, but you don't want to wake up early and study. You want to sleep till about 8 o'clock, then you jump out of bed, then you take your book. And then when you, you, are, you are surprised why you got 40%. They give you your homework. Instead of doing the homework, you put it down and you are watching TV. Then you remember what goes, oh, I have to do my homework. 
I'm saying for them. Tell them, overcome your laziness. In fact, I even know that some people pee in bed. And the reason why they pee in bed, they are too lazy to get up to go and pee. Yeah. I mean, you, you, when you were going to sleep, you felt like you, want, you, should, you knew you have to go use the bathroom. But you are too lazy. May you not be slothful. Amen. Hallelujah. So it takes diligence to follow. Hallelujah. And um, one person that at least we all know he was great. And I'm going to teach us all of us so that we can follow him. Amen. You see, principles are principles. Principles are principles. The Bible, you see, the Bible says that God is not a respecter of persons. God is not what? I say God is not what? In, see, that verse means that if somebody does A, B, C, D and God blesses him, when you do the same A, B, C, D, God will also bless you. God is not a respecter of persons. Hallelujah. So let's look at the principles very well. Amen. And one person that without a shadow of doubt, when we look at his life, we can conclude that he was great was a man called David. I said, was a man called who? First, if you want to see, if you doubt it, let's look at the Bible. Okay? First Chronicles, this, this is the summary of David's life. First Chronicles 29 and 28. This is the summary of King David's life. At the end of his life, this is how his, his life, when they were reading his tribute at his funeral. You know, when you die and they read the tribute. This was the tribute they read. This was the final funeral rites of King David. They said that, and he died, like everybody else, in a good old age, full of days, riches, and honor. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. This is the summary. I mean, don't you agree that this is a very great person? How many here want to end their life like that? That when you are dead and they are reading your tribute. So it means that in terms of success and greatness, David was great. If this is a summary. The Bible says he died in a good old age. It means he lived for a long time. It's a blessing to live for a long time. May you live for a long time. May you live for a long time. You will never die before your time. He died in a good old age. And the Bible says full of days. Do you know what it means full of days? Energy. It means that David always jumped out of bed with a spring in his step. Unlike some of you, when they did, I mean, just another Monday morning. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, it's, I mean, it's like there's lead in your feet. You can't get out of bed because what is ahead of you? There's nothing exciting. What ahead? What 
is ahead of you, there's nothing exciting. So the whole thing is a chore. But when there's something exciting in front of you, you jump out of your bed. David had an exciting life. May your life be exciting. Are you hearing me? The truth of the matter, all of you, even me, some days are not exciting to me. Sometimes when I think of the work and the patience, see. I, I'll be contemplating. You'll be looking for excuse to cancel. Any excuse to call in sick. <laughs> then you think about something. But there are some days when I wake up and I know I'm coming to church, there's a spring in my steps. Hallelujah. May you be full of this. May you be full of this. Listen, yeah. You're the same person. Look. Now, you see, watch children. You watch children. How they turn and slow in bed when the school dates. It's like Monday morning school. I mean, Thursday morning, you have to shake them from bed. Tired already. But this same child. When they have something to do that they like, Going to a friend's house, a, cl- a club in school, or, or six flags. You promise them. You'll be surprised. Six o'clock, the same child that you have to wake up from bed, he's up. For him. <laughs> you are ready. There's a spring in your step. Excitement. May your life be full of this. I said, may your life be full of this. It's like when you are meeting meeting your beloved for the first time. When you are in a relationship and your beloved has traveled for a long time and is coming. That night you don't sleep. You wake up very early. Mm. Right, 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 right. When she was coming, Yannick didn't sleep. <laughs> was very excited. Huh? You didn't sleep that night. You two didn't you didn't sleep? Yes, 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 she didn't sleep. She was so excited to meet him. She did not sleep. But now she sleeps. <laughs> I hear me full of days. Amen. I must say full of days. And then two, riches. You see, I'm seeing how great David was. You see, there's no point. So, somebody said, somebody said, my family, they live very long. I heard one say, my family, oh, our family, we live very long. Because I think his grandmother was 90, so our family, we live very long, but we are broke. <laughs> What is the point in living on when you are broke? Hallelujah. You are old but you are bro- and you are broke. But David was old and rich. I say old and rich. I say old and rich. May you be old and rich. As your years increase, may your prosperity increase also. Listen. 
one of the best prayers that anybody can pray for you is healthy and wealthy. May you be healthy and wealthy. I say, may you be healthy and wealthy. So, David, riches. You know? Because I cannot imagine being old and broke. I think that's very, very stressful. Hallelujah. So, do you agree that he was a great guy? And Anna. Anna. Or as Jamaicans to say, Hannah. Anna. Are you hearing me? It means that he had the respect. Everywhere he went, people respected him. Respect, man. He had respect. Yeah. Everywhere he went, people, like, whenever they are in the room and David, David enters, they stand up. Respect. You see, and, you see, I, I'll tell you something about respect. Respect is not demanded. It is earned. Hmm. I say respect is not demanded. It's what? Uh, you earn people's respect. You don't demand them. Because yeah. I once, I, I, I once told a middle-aged woman in, a new, in one of our churches, Newark. Hey, Reverend, this people, this children, these girls, they don't respect me. No, 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 they, they don't respect me. They don't respect me. What's you talking? And I said, listen, respect is not demanded. It is earned. At your age, they look at the way you behave. Oh, I'm, if I, if I want to face, I can face you. I'm usually quiet. But I told you, not your age. Look at the way you behave. Look at the way you talk. Look at the way you act. The way you behave. I mean, how do you expect them to respect you? I mean, I'm talking about an, a, a, a woman almost in your 50s and you are quarreling with 21-year-olds. How do you expect them to respect you? I told her point blank. Quarreling and arguing with them, I said they will not respect you. Even sometimes you're dressing alone. See, there's a dressing for every every age. At your age, fifty something, your skirt is almost in your way. They don't respect you. So, so you respect that it is end. Hallelujah. It's not demanded. Amen. That is why when you have, not, you have not done things for people to respect you, don't impose it upon them. Hallelujah. May you be respected. I say, may you be respected. Anna, he had Anna. So one, he had age on, he had days age on his side. Energy. He had the money. He had Anna. And one of the greatest blessings of all times. And Solomon, his son, reigned in his stead. This is one of the greatest blessings. I am telling you, you when you grow, you've one of the greatest blessings to have somebody to succeed you. That what you have achieved, one of your children can continue. There is nothing more painful to labor to give it to a foolish child.
when, when, when you have a son or a daughter, for that matter, who can carry on what you have done is a blessing. It's one of the greatest blessings. Because you see, most worthy people, what breaks their heart is nobody, nobody to succeed them. Because I know a wealthy guy. Very, very wealthy. Very, very, I mean, wealthy. He's one of the few guys who actually owns a, he owns a plane and has some oil tankers that run on the sea. Very wealthy. And his only son. Look, it breaks the guy's heart. Only son. School, he won't go. He took him to school in London. Paid his school fees in pounds. He called the boy. One, he called the boy. He bought a pick up phone. He mentioned his name. Dad, dad, I'm busy. I can't talk. I'm in the library. I'm in the library. I can't talk, dad. I'm very busy now. I'm in the library. I can't talk. After two or three years, the mother went to London to look for him. He went to the school. The school said, since you signed him in here, never been. Well, he was collecting pounds. That day you go to jail. Pounds and wearing Rolex watches and driving in the streets of London. His, mother, his father brought him, set, set a subsidiary company for him. He still couldn't run it. And it, you can see that it pains the man. So to have a son or a daughter to succeed you is a blessing. May that be your story. May you have somebody to succeed you. May your effort not go to waste. It's very painful. Nothing is very painful. You watch as you have labored and this boy cannot think. Yeah. Come to labor in America and this girl is useless. Yeah. You look at your upbringing, how you struggled and he grew up without any of that struggle and because of that, you know, it's not that you should let your child go through the same difficulty you went through but let them appreciate what they have so that they can take up. That's all. Hallelujah. Am I preaching the gospel to you? Yeah. So David was great. David was great. Look, it's one of the greatest joy. Bishop will tell you that even spiritually, he said, as Bishop will say, I'm great already. My greatest joy is to see my children become great. You see, when you are a father, that's your greatest joy. I always tell my wife that for what, I, always, I keep on telling my wife that for what I will eat, for, for, for what the rest of us will eat for the rest of our life, we have already I can stop working. Do you understand what I said? For what me and my wife will eat for the rest of our life, I can stop working. And most of us, that's our story. So the reason why we go to work now is because of the children. But for what we will eat now, oh, we can, we can, we can take a step back. 
Yeah, honestly, for most, most of them, I can tell you. So the reason why we labor is because of you. So that you will succeed well. Is somebody hearing me? So David was blessed and he was great. Amen. Now, let's begin to look at, like I said, the principles or the steps. How did David become great? Amen. Are you interested in becoming like David? You see, there's something interesting about David. You see, he had challenges. David had challenges, had issues, had problems. But, but at the end of the day, this was his life summary. Hallelujah. That means that the guy did something that were great. That brought him there. Hallelujah. So are you ready to follow David? I can't hear you. I said, are you ready to follow David? Now, so David, the things that David did, David's principle. Then first thing that we learn about David is the principle of small beginnings. Hallelujah. The principle of small beginning. Hallelujah. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 28. First Samuel 17, 28. The Bible said that, and Eliab, his oldest brother, heard when he spoke, and Eliab, his, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why comest thou down hither? And with whom have thou left all the multitude of sheep? Are you reading? And with whom have you left those plenty sheep? Would you have you left who? Will who have you let those what? Those few sheep in the wilderness. You know, when you read the Psalms, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When you read, a lion and a bear came to attack me and I defeated them. You know, Francis, you see, when you read those scriptures, you would think David had a lot of sheep, some wild shepherd. Don't you get the impression? Well, don't you get the impression that he may have had, he was just a very, very prosperous shepherd? Don't you get the impression that when you read all the Psalms that he wrote about sheep, sheep, you would think that he has a lot of sheep? That's the impression you get. I said, that's the impression you get. You know, like how some people talk. I mean, so <laughs> people are, girls are, friends are bad, though. Because, you see, there was a particular girl who used to talk about his beloved, my beloved, my beloved, my beloved. So not knowing that her friends were eager to see him one day. So one day he said, my beloved is coming to visit. So all her friends were eyes and ears. And when the guy appeared, <laughs> and they looked, Onweni. Hey! Is he, is he all this? The 
way he's been talking about. We thought we were going to see some TikTok, some nice. This is what you, you have been disturbing our ears with. Some guys are very bad. <laughs> it's like, he all that. Give us a break. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some friends are. He said, oh, please. Every day, James, 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 this all. Yeah, that's what some people think. So, the way David used to talk about shepherding, shepherding, shepherding you would think he has a whole lot of sheep. But no, his older brother knew the sheep that he has. He said, Would well, you have you left wood? Those what? Those what? Those what? And this is one of the secrets of David. You see? Small beginning. Even though the sheep were few, even though the sheep was not a lot, he treated them as precious. Is somebody hearing me? He did not disregard the few sheep. The principle of small beginning the fact that what you are doing is small, what you are doing is, is not impressive, does not mean you should disregard it. Preaching. It doesn't look great. There's nothing to wrong, write home about, but it does not mean you should not respect it. Because some of us, so long as it's nothing great, we don't respect it. But let me tell you something. Though your beginnings be small, your latter end shall greatly increase. David had respect for the small things. That's why you, can, that's why you say you don't have a job, because you don't, you don't want to start small. Yeah. Listen. The principle of small beginnings. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't let people intimidate you because what you are doing is small. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Respect it. You see, the same you, you respect you have for small things. When the thing goes, you respect it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Small beginnings. You have to respect it. Nobody started big. Respect it. Don't despise it. Yeah. Respect that boy who has nothing now. Respect him. He may, have, he may not have nothing now, but respect him. I, I, I recently had T.D. Jakes. I recently had T.D. Jakes say that he thinks most of the women in his church have a problem. And he said the problem that most of the unmarried women, that's T.D. Jakes saying, most of the unmarried women in this church have a problem because they are looking at married men. That's what he said recently. I was surprised. And he said, hey, he said, we're in this church. I was telling them. And he said, what they don't know, that what they are looking at is a finished product. That's what he said. He said, most of them are looking at a finished product. Refined. Because the guy that you see dressed nicely, standing there cutely like this, it's, 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 it's a refined product. You don't know the beginning. If you knew the beginning, you see. Yeah. 
know that somebody has worked on that thing. It's somebody's lifetime project that you are seeing. I'm preaching. Yeah. Yeah. It's somebody's finished project. You see, but you see, and that's what you admire. But meanwhile, you despite the small beginning, the one sitting by you wrong. You despise that big wrong. We are looking at this one. This one is about 25 years of work. <laughs> this is the way you have to start. <laughs> I said, this is where you have to start. And very soon, this one will also become like this. But this is where you have to start. Yeah. Preaching good. <laughs> That's what Tilly Jackson said recently. I was surprised. Amen. Despise not. David, you see, David shepherded the few. Look, a few sheep will but he will fight the lion. He will fight the bear for those few sheep. Don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise. Yes. Yes. When you marry first, accept small beginnings. I say, when you marry first, accept small beginnings. If what you, you and your husband can afford is a one-bedroom studio, please go and stay there. I'm preaching. Don't despise it. I mean, sometimes I miss my room. When we got married, it was only one room with one bed. You know, sometimes I, I wish I can go back there. Because now the house is big, so when your, your wife is angry, you can go to another room. But those days, there was nowhere to go. What are you <laughs> Now the house is big, so she goes to another bed. But those days, whether you are angry or not, same bed. And the bed is so small that by she was scared would touch me. <laughs> I'm preaching. And no matter how annoyed you are, as she was keeping keep touching me, some electrical power she will start. Sometimes I miss those small beds. <laughs> yeah. Humble beginnings. Yes, this, this is where you are in life. Okay? Don't despise it. Respect him. If all that he can afford is a small one bedroom, respect him. Despise not. Is it? Is it? Is it? I'm using David. David protected the few. As if there were many. So, if all that he can afford is this little thing, don't look down upon him. Still respect him. I'm preaching. Still respect him. you. As for you, I can see why I can submit to. But this one. <laughs> now, still submit. <laughs> Are you here with me in church? I'm talking about David's principles. 
Hallelujah. If this is the job, it's a small beginning. Okay? But don't despise it. You see, that's why Jesus Christ, he said that, see, Jesus spoke a lot about those principles. Hallelujah. You see, he said that in Luke chapter 16, verse 10. In fact, this, this principle, Luke 16, 10. Yeah. Principle Luke 16, 10. He said, he that is faithful, Jesus Christ who? He said, he that is faithful in that which is least. What's, what's another word for least? I said, what's another word for le- le- least? Is what? Little, small, petit. Petit. Little. And Jesus said that the one who is faithful or the one who respects little things, the same is faithful also in much. So it's a character trait. When you don't respect the little one, you don't respect the big one. Hallelujah. Yeah. He does faithful in little. Amen. So don't despise small beginnings. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you getting blessed? you read the Psalms, you would think that David had a lot of sheep. <laughs> he, he did not. It was only a few. But he respected it. Ah, he fought a lion for those small sheep. Yeah. Amen. Uh, in, in the same line, another principle. Let me give you another principle. Then we can run. In the, still in the same line. I'm talking about David. The principle of doing menial jobs. You see, the principle of doing menial jobs with joy. The principle of doing what? Menial jobs with what? With joy. Let's look at David. First Samuel 16, 21. First Samuel 16, 21. This is how the guy became great. 16, 21. 16, 21. And David came to and David came to Saul and stood before him. And he loved him greatly. And he became his what? He became his what? I say he became his what? Do you know what an armor bearer is? Okay. An armor bearer is the one who carries the shield or walks in front of the king. Like the servant of the king. He was not a soldier. He was not a lieutenant. When he came to Saul, the job they gave him was just to walk like a servant in front of the king. But he did it with joy. Do you know why this is important? You see, this is verse 21. Okay? When you go to 1 Samuel 16, the beginning. Okay? Chapter 1. And, and the Lord said to Samuel, how long will I mourn for Saul? Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehem for I have provided. See, chapter 1, verse 1. He said, I will send you to Jesse the Bethlehemite. 
For I have provided for me a king among his sons. Hey. Hey. In chapter 1, chapter 2, Saul had gone to Jesse's house and had poured oil on the head of David and has anointed David as king. Oil had been poured on his head already as king. That was when Samuel did that. Samuel anointed David as king. So you would think that somebody who has been anointed and king, now he comes to the palace and he's, he starts as a servant. He was given his first job description is a servant. I can see most of us. Listen to me. I'm a king already. <laughs> you, did you get the memo? Do you know who I am? Do you know what school I got to? I have a double major. Do you know? I have a first class from here. You want me to do this job? I'm too, this, I, this job is beneath me. Do you know who I was in my country? I was the deputy director for finance and communication. I can't take this tailor job in Macy's. It's below me. Is somebody hearing me? This is why some of us, we cannot become great. Even though he has the anointing as a king, he does not mind standing from a familiar job. I know you finish your MBA, but as of now, you don't have a job yet. Why don't you start working at Macy's? Yeah. Yeah. It does not mean you'll be there forever. But at least that desire not to despise what is available at you now. I mean, I know, I know a, a lot of people who are broke. They would rather beg for money than go to work because they feel too proud because their work is below them. So they would rather somebody give them something. Instead of going to get a job, because they keep talking about how qualified they are. He was anointed king. Yeah. It's amazing. No? It's amazing how God works. And sometimes, even though you are anointed king, God will like to test you whether you can do the menial job. That is why you probably may be the next greatest pastor for this church. But God will test you whether you can pack equipment, whether you can carry things. And clean the toilets. God will test you. And when you, when you, when you poo-poo on that one, God will poo-poo on your anointing. Yeah? You may be the next greatest, great, you may be the next greatest preacher in town. But God brings you to his house to start with the miniature and see. And some people don't want to do anything menial in the church. They are waiting for the day that, okay, Reverend is not here, then I'm preaching. It will not come to you like, it doesn't come like that. We don't hang microphones to people who come with qualifications. <laughs> it's not like that, we. Like us, we don't do that. I bet one, one, one pastor came to see Bishop Adi. 
They said, Bishop, can I have a private meeting with you? The Bishop already came. You know how Bishop is? Okay. He said, listen, he mentioned him. Say, you know, I'm an itinerant preacher. And I have a gift that I keep, I have a gift for the body of Christ. You want to see what I do in my ministry? Then he pulled his album. Going through. People slain. People falling over. People screaming. Then he showed them. He said, listen, these things are common in my ministry. You, 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 you must try me. <laughs> just try me. Just try me. If you want to see miracles, people screaming, just try me. Then he started opening his. <laughs> opening the album. Praying. Then Bishop added to, hmm. Wow. He said, Bishop, just try me. Just try me. If any, uh, listen, this is my complimentary card. Anytime you guys need me, give me a call. Just try. What he did was Bishop Adi was just laughing at him. That <laughs> if you knew Bishop Adi, he won't try you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You want, you want to hold a light touch microphone, better start at the back. Arrange the chairs. Play the drums. Clean the bathroom. You want to become a lady reverend? It starts from the toilet. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not that, you see, it's not, not, not that he's not, he was anointed. He, look, that's some of us our problem. Because of the qualification we carry, we cannot go down. I'm finishing. But God will take you through that. And David did not despise. He did it with joy. Not complaining. May you be anointed. I said, may you be anointed. May you walk in the footsteps of David. Hallelujah. Why? I think we shall bring the service to an end. I'm not out of words. I'm just out of time. Amen. Stand up to your feet and let's bow down head for a word of prayer before we come to communion. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please, no movement for now for the next few minutes, apart from the singers. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Please, your greatness begins with your salvation. Your greatness begins with your salvation. So, no movement. This is very important. With every eye closed and every head bowed, you want to give your life to Christ. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. So, why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray for you, young or old. I'm waiting. It's always a good thing to do. 
You are not born again. Please. Please. It's very important. I just want to make sure that nobody here leaves this church without being saved. Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for opportunity to be saved. Let none live here without knowing Jesus Christ. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Are you blessed? Alright, we are going to come to the Lord's table. Today is the We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.